Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. Today we're discussing a radical social reformer who fought against the caste system and for fair, quality education for all in India. While she was alive, society hurled insults and even rocks in her direction. But nothing could slow her down. Let's talk about Savitri Bhai Phule. Savitri Bhai was born on January 3, 1831, in Naigao, a city on the western coast of India. Her parents were farmers. At that time, young girls were made to enter arranged marriages early. So Savitri Bhai was married off at age nine to Jyoti Rao Phule, who was just a few years older. Jyoti Rao strongly disagreed with society's caste system and restrictions on women. When Savitri Bhai showed a strong desire to learn, he taught her how to read and write. Savitri Bhai quickly grew passionate about teaching. She took what she learned from her husband to the next level, enrolling in multiple teachers' training courses. In 1848, she and her husband opened the first Indian-run school for girls in the city of Pune. Though Savitri Bhai was still in her teens, she became the first teacher. The curriculum included math, science, and social studies. The school's very existence contradicted social tradition so much that Savitri Bhai and Jyoti Rao were ostracized by their own families and community. Still, Savitri Bhai's passion for social reform only grew stronger. India had been adhering to a social caste system for centuries. Though the original castes were based on someone's occupation, they were eventually considered hereditary. Certain lower castes were even deemed untouchable. Savitri Bhai and her husband started schools for children in the Mang and Mahar castes, two groups of so-called untouchables. By 1852, the Fulas had three schools in operation that taught about 150 girls in all. Savitri Bhai also started the Mahila Siva Mandal, an institute that aimed to empower women to stand up for their rights. She organized a barber strike in Mumbai and Pune in opposition to the custom that demanded widows shave their heads. In 1857, Indians staged a rebellion against the consolidation of British power through the East India Company. After the widespread uprising ended in 1858, the British rule, or Raj, started in earnest. That same year, all of Savitri Bhai's schools had to close. They were no longer receiving private European donations, and the government also withdrew its support for the Fulas. Nevertheless, the Fulas kept fighting to spread education. Eventually, they would open more schools, 18 over the course of their careers. Because of Savitri Bhai's attempts to educate women in the lower castes, members of the conservative upper caste fought against her. Locals threatened her and threw mud, stones, and cow dung at her when she walked to school. She had to carry an extra sari as a change of clothes. But this didn't deter her. Savitri Bai encouraged the girls she taught to take up creative pursuits like writing and painting. An essay written by one of her students titled "About the Grief of Mahar and Mangs" strongly criticized the unjust caste system 
and the atrocities committed against the untouchables. This would become the first known writing by a Dalit woman, a member of the lowest caste. It became a cornerstone of Dalit feminism. In 1874, Savitri Pai and Jyoti Rao adopted a child from a Brahmin widow, a member of the highest caste. This was a strong symbolic message to society, as Savitri Pai was part of a lower caste. Their son would grow up to be a doctor. Together, Savitri Pai and her husband would continue fighting against child marriage, the concept of caste untouchability, and inequality. In 1876, they created 52 free food hostels during a famine. They also encouraged relief action from the British government during a massive drought in 1897. In 1873, Jyoti Rao started a social reform society dedicated to freeing all the less privileged castes from oppression and exploitation. They were members of all religions and castes in support of the movement, including some government officials. Jyoti Rao passed away on November 28, 1890. Following his death, Savitri Bai became the organization's chair. The third pandemic of the bubonic plague hit Pune in 1897. Savitri Bai and her son opened a clinic on the outskirts of the city to treat infected patients. In doing this work, Savitri Bai contracted the disease herself. She died on March 10, 1897. Savitri Bai's efforts changed Indian society, at great risk to her own safety. Through her teaching and her advocacy work, Savitri Bai's passion inspired countless young women before and after her death. All month, we're talking about women who shaped the world of education. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is proudly supported by UNC Greensboro. Founded as a women's college in 1891, UNC Greensboro presents She Can, We Can, Beyond the Women's Suffrage Centennial. Through performances, films, lectures, and concerts, UNCG examines how the decisions from our past affect us today. Join the experience and learn more at shecanwecan.uncg.edu.